Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Other Moods. Greetings and salutations to all. So this ep- this episode, I want to talk about Doctor Who, the long-running sci-fi series, which is celebrating its 60th anniversary. And I'm what you call, I guess, a new Whovian. You know, I, didn't, I didn't grow up a f- big fan of Doctor Who. I have like vague memories of watching like some of the episodes that they aired on public television on PBS. But it wasn't until the 2005 when the show returned to the air. And the, it, first it was airing here in the United States on the Sci-Fi Channel. I remember like one, uh, I think it was one evening, maybe it was afternoon, looking for something to watch, putting two channels. And I like watch for a few minutes and I see like, I see the blue box. I'm like, hey, I recognize that. And I see people running. I'm like, oh, hey. And immediately became enthralled with Doctor Who. Now, for those who are unfamiliar with Doctor Who, Doctor Who is about a time-traveling humanoid alien with two hearts who travels through space and time on a ship known as the TARDIS, which has a cloaking mechanism that is broken. So whenever the doctor travels, you see a blue police box circa London 1950s. And of course, the main character's name is the doctor. And people are usually like, Doctor Who? Like, what doctor are you talking about? So that's why we get Doctor Who, in case for the uninitiated. And so this is the 60th anniversary. David Tennant, who was the 10th incarnation of the Doctor, has returned as the now 14th incarnation of the Doctor. You know, if you, I think, adding up, there's actually, I believe, 16 versions of the Doctor? Maybe even more. Who knows, right? So, it's a fantastic show. It's fun. It's silly. It's it has heart, uh, it has action, uh, amazing series from the, the the new version, which is aired for almost 20 years now, to the original version. So the, the whole 60 years, there's some just really great stuff throughout this entire uh, franchise. But I wanted to talk about some of the things I've kind of learned from Doctor Who, from this program, from this character. And some really, I think, you want you, Call them life lessons, just call them. I don't know what you want to call them. But these are some things that I've learned from the doctor. So I mentioned different incarnations of the doctor. So it's the same character throughout these 60 years. It's been played by several different actors. And this isn't like, you know, like a TV show, like like a soap opera, but like someone just replaces a person and it's like, oh, this is a new person playing them. Uh, in this case, the doctor is able to regenerate. The Time Lords, they have the ability near death to regenerate and basically create a whole new body. And with that new body comes new personality, new aspects, but also maintaining the old. So the doctor, as we speak now, he's thousands of years old. But because he's always in this, he's, in, he's always in this state of regeneration or rebirth. In many ways, the doctor is, is a newborn. He's 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 young and old. He's this in this non-dual state of you know of being of having age and having everything that comes with age, but also seeing the world through brand new eyes, which I think is very fascinating. When we talk about age, but often people talk about how do you stay young, and sometimes, sometimes we talk about physically, 
but also how do you stay young emotionally and spiritually? And I think sort of regeneration uh, in Christian faith, you might call it being born again. But this idea of being a constant sense of renewal and seeing the world through new eyes, uh, I think is fascinating. And that's something that I've, I've taken to heart. Uh, only one heart, because I'm out of time, Lord. But it's what I've taken to heart from watching Doctor Who. And speaking of the age and wisdom, like I said, the Doctor, he's thousands of years old. And the Doctor's also, he's the most intelligent person in the universe. He's, he's extremely clever. He's the most cleverest person that's ever existed in time and space throughout the universe. And he has all this wisdom. He has all this knowledge. But he's all, he has this childlike wonder and, and, and childlike, like, hunger for learning, for learning new things. The doctor is captivated by, by learning new things, by discovering new things. He, he, he's a, he's an explorer. He's always, you know, trying to figure out something. And I think sometimes it's very easy to kind of think we know enough about something or in some situations think we know everything that we need to know. But the doctor always, sometimes, sometimes he, sometimes he doesn't realize it then. Sometimes he's like, ah, oh, I'm so stupid. But he, he, there's always something new to learn. There's always something more to figure out. There's, there are, there's always wonder and mysteries out there to embrace. And that's something else that I've sort of really taken to heart from the show is that no matter what you think you know, you, you probably don't know enough. And there's more to discover. There, there's a lot of things out there in, through, through in, the, in, in the world, in, in, in the vast realms of the universe. There's a lot to learn. And it's very, and, and it makes, it, it can make living very exciting when you, when you have that perspective. Okay, what can I learn today? What can I discover today? And that's what the doctor does. He goes through time and space discovering and learning new things. And that's something that I've really, uh, taken to heart from the show and learned from the show, from this character. And the doctor, he travels a lot, but he always, he often travels with companions. And it's weird because the doctor in many ways is very, he's a character of solitude because he does a lot of traveling by himself, you know, off screen. But he, 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 during the show, he always has companions or companions, people that he's traveling with. So I think it's interesting because the doctor, he has this, all this knowledge and he has all these abilities and skills, but he needs company. He needs someone to share these experiences with. Why is that? I think because he enjoys sharing taking people to different planets and to different worlds and to introduce them to new beings and, and sort of living vicariously through their wonder. But also enjoying things for the first time himself and having someone to have that company with. And, it, and look, companionship, friendship, these things are important. And, and that may be and that's difficult for some people, especially if you're an introvert. And I'm someone who kind of leans towards the introvert. I have some extrovert ways, but I think I lean towards the introvert. I'm like an introvert-extrovert hybrid. Not a time Lord Dalek hybrid, but an introvert-extrovert hybrid. 
So the value of companionship and friendship and acquaintances and people to share things with and people and to discover things with is very, very important. No matter where you're at. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, if you work at a clerk at a store or if you're traveling through space and time, having people to share discoveries with or just to share experiences with is very, very important. And something else that I've learned from the doctor is that in some occasions, you have to be dramatic. The doctor, he was a TV show, right? So he is dramatic by nature. But the doctor sometimes is overly dramatic for effect because the situation calls for it. And I think there's some moments in your life where you have to be reserved and there are moments in life where you have to be a little overdramatic. You have to put, a bit, put on a bit of a show to make a point. And the doctor also has a great sense of, of justice. He hates injustice. He hates, uh, and, and he's willing to stand up for, for, for friends, for strangers. When you see something that is wrong, he's willing to stand up. But also often, there may be times the doctor doesn't interfere because he, in the big picture, he can. You know, the, the laws of time and space and fixed points and history and things like that. So he has to find that balance of, Wanted to get involved, but also moments when he can't get involved. And it's another great lesson from the doctor. And he's also willing to sacrifice himself for his friends. He's even willing to do it for strangers. And that is one of the great qualities that anyone can have, being being willing to sacrifice. Maybe it's not your life. Maybe it's not your, your, your ship, your time, but maybe it's something else. Maybe it's just time. Maybe it could be money. Maybe it's something else. But I'm willing to sacrifice for either the people that you care about or even a stranger or for some greater good. I think that's something that I've, something that's really being reinforced as I've watched this show over the years. And I think another, and maybe one of the most important things I've learned from the show is have fun and be silly. Like Liz, life is serious, but life is also a game and, and you should play. And, and, and you, and you, and you should, and, and, and there should be enthusiasm about that. And that, and it's a lesson that I don't always adhere to because I forget. But I, I, I remember that when I watched in the doctor, when I watched in Doctor Who, I remember that lesson very vividly. That to treat, tr- treat life with a healthy amount of play and enthusiasm for that play. And to, and to embrace mysteries and to embrace the unknowns. And sometimes run towards the thing that you, that is puzzling instead of running away. And sometimes you need to run away because it could be, could be a Dalek. It could be a, a Cyberman. It could be, you know, it could, you, you never know. It could be the Weeping Angels. So you have to go the other direction. This is very, this is very Doctor Who-ish. Like, it, 
if you if you if you're not familiar with the program and you listen to this, you're like, what is he talking about? Should he should he be institutionalized? Perhaps, but that's another episode, another question. We are talking about Doctor Who, celebrating sixty years, and of course, I think to, to sum it all up, I think if you. I, th- I think one of the, the grand lesson is about the affirmation of the experience of the exis- existing of life itself and everything that comes with it. Now we may never get we, we 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 don't have the opportunity to travel through time and space on the ship, but we can travel through time and space and through it, through our imagination and through our feelings. And that means having respect for the past. Maybe imagining wonderful, beautiful futures. And maintaining the present. And, and enjoying that too. And having some fun and, 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 and playing around with those things. Those are some of the, some of the things that I've, like I say, taken to my one human heart as a fan of Doctor Who. And of course, the show has returned with its anniversary specials. Uh, the first one, I absolutely just, I can't wait to see more. I absolutely loved it. And of course, we're going to have a, another new doctor after that. So we'll, we'll, we'll go from 14 to 15 very quickly. So thank you for listening. Take care of yourself, whether you're on Earth or the, the, the lost moon of somewhere else. I don't know, but take care of yourself.